0: I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Will Elliott, a student life coach for teenagers. Will, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Kyle. Super excited to be here and uh, talk with you.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what a student life coach is and what it's like to be one?
1: Yeah, a student life coach for me Um, I've kind of created this job where I work with middle school, high school, and college students, and what I do is equip them with all of the tools that it takes to be successful in life, whatever success means to you, so fulfillment, happy, content, um, you know, make money, whatever that may be, Um, I I kind of equip them with with those tools, and that is things like confidence, self-talk, motivation, how to set goals, time management. All of those types of things. So that's what I do. And I've loved it so far.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, It's a really cool job. Yeah. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day?
1: Yeah, my, my time is split between quite a few different things, actually. So, um, most of my time is spent actually one-on-one with students. And so I work with anywhere from 40 to 50 students where I coach you know, 60 minute long calls. So that's about 20, 25 hours of my week. But then I also do a lot of content creation. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok. And so a lot of that is writing scripts and creating ideas and just brainstorming what um, I'm kind of getting on my talks with with kids and figuring out what will work and what the big audience needs um, to to reach their goals. So that's kind of the big two, but I also do a lot of administrative stuff, owning a company. You have a lot of um, things that you gotta do, just reaching out. Um, I also follow up with students. So I'm texting students, calling students, things like that, following through on their goals, things like
0: that. So um
1: it's my dream job, man. I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work?
1: I, I always knew Kyle that I wanted to start a business and own mm-hmm. my own business or a few of them. Um so that was since I was a little kid. I feel like I've always been wired to do that. However, in coaching specifically, I feel like it started when I was in high school. Um, I, I loved being team captains. I was team captain of a lot of sports. So I loved the leadership side of kind of this idea of coaching and I coached a lot of salespeople in college. I was a part of an organization where I, I coach people on sales, but also with business, there's so much personal development and, and personal growth side of things. So um, that's when I really fell in love with coaching like life principles, like like, like I said before, you know, confidence and time management, things like that. So um, that's where I kind of figured it out was in college. I was like, man, I would love to coach this stuff to, to teenagers because they're ready for it. And I know I needed a coach in, in high school and middle school. So.
0: Yeah, that's really great. So before you started this, did you do anything else? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here?
1: Yeah, I did quite a few things. So I actually studied graphic design in college, along with entrepreneurship and marketing. So I had three uh, things that I studied in college, I always thought that I wanted to be a graphic designer, because I loved everything to do with logos and branding. My mom was an art teacher. And so I kind of grew up in that home. So that was kind of where I started. Um, I started doing kind of my own business in in college with graphic design. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, I did a lot of sales. So sales is kind of my second passion. So um, crazy thing is I went door to door selling kids books for two years in college. And I worked like crazy, crazy hours. But that's where I really found uh, my passion for, like I said, kind of coaching. Um, But that was the big thing that kind of got me, you know, where I am today was, was the sales and marketing and also the graphic design too. Yeah.
0: So about that, um, going door to door about selling for selling kids books, what hours did you work?
1: Well, that was a pretty crazy internship, Kyle. I worked Mm -hmm. about 80 to a hundred hours a week in college.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. And that was literally, that was the knocking on the door. So I would knock on my first door at 7 30 AM all the way up until about 10 without breaks. And I don't know who wants someone knocking on their door at 10 PM, but I was that guy. So if you're listening to this, I'm sorry if I knocked on your door,
0: (laughs) but that's crazy. Yeah. That that is crazy.
1: Yeah. I learned a lot. That's for sure. Mm
0: -hmm. don't know if
1: I would do it again, but I learned a lot. (laughs) Yep.
0: So what do you like most and least about your job?
1: Ooh, good question. I would say the most, I love impacting kids. Mm -hmm. I love um, kind of instilling all of these life principles in them, giving them the tools in their toolbox to uh, succeed in whatever their goals may be, whether that's starting their own company or doing really well in school or making awesome friends um, or, you know, whatever it may be, engineering, Uh, giving Mm -hmm. the kids those tools to hit their goals is my biggest passion. So that's what I would say the the most, Um, also just developing friendships. I always like to say, I I feel like I'm kind of like a big brother to a bunch of kids around the world. And Mm -hmm. I love that part about it. Um, And honestly, I thought about what I disliked and I can't think of a whole lot, to be completely honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say if there's one thing, I work late hours because when kids are in school, I can really only work the evenings. But Mm -hmm. that's something that's totally worth it because of how much I love my job. But if I was to pick anything, probably
0: be that. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Now, a word from our sponsor. Looking for a way to start making some good money this summer? Start a neighborhood recycling business picking up extra plastics that can't go in your curbside recycling bin but can be recycled at multiple locations throughout your city. I started doing this over a year ago and make about $150 a month for about an hour's worth of work. I don't know about you, but that's way more than my normal allowance. I even teamed up with my good friend Micah and created a course that teaches you exactly how to create a business like this yourself. Check out KidsGreenTeam.com for more information. Okay. Let's get back to the show. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job?
1: Yeah, I would say a lot of education, but when you, when you think of education, you kind of just think of college, right? So um, yeah. for, for college education, um, The big things that I just needed were were all from the books that I read in college, honestly. Um, I did study entrepreneurship in college. And so the growing a business side of my job, definitely, you know, I would say the education has helped. Um, But the coaching side of it actually just came from a lot of experience, right? So um, Mm -hmm. being really uncomfortable and knocking on doors for a hundred hours a week, you are kind of put in a position where you're learning a lot about yourself, about what it takes to be successful, about failing, all of those things. Mm -hmm. So that's where most of my education actually came from. And all of those things that I learned in there are the things that I coach students on today. And so um, there's kind of two parts of it. Education and college helped me with growing a business, but most of the stuff that I actually coach on all came from, well, the hard parts of knocking on doors and growing, you know, doing the action part of it.
0: That's pretty cool. So how much money would someone starting out coaching expect to make and what's the long-term income potential if there is one?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's a huge range. Um, What I love most about my job is you kind of get out what you put into it, whether that's Mm -hmm. impact, whether that's income, whatever it may be. Um, So do you want like specific numbers? Is that what you're asking or just kind of like a range?
0: I'll have a range.
1: So I would say I I know coaches around the world who kind of do it part time and they they just have a passion for it. And so maybe Mm -hmm. they make somewhere around $10, 10 20 30 $40,000 a year, hmm. but I also know some of the top coaches, they're making close to, well, six, seven figures, so um, quite mm-hmm. a bit. It, it's, again, just kind of what you put into it and, uh, and you know, who you connect with, so.
0: Well, yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, how much free time do you have? Like, do you work at traditional 40-hour work week more or less?
1: Yeah, so, so this one's, uh, it's never really consistent, Kyle, I would say, um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of starting my business, I was kind of working those same hours of, uh, you know, somewhere around 60 70 80 90 hours a week, which mm-hmm. is a lot for sure. But um, I always like to, to say short term sacrifices lead to really long term benefits. And so now it's not that much. Um, if mm-hmm. I wanted to do that, then I definitely could. Um, but it was just a choice that I had. So, so back then it was more, you know, sixty to one hundred hour weeks, which is really, you know, quite a bit. Yeah. But now it's probably closer to forty or fifty. Again, mm-hmm. I just love what I do so much. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have to force myself to get away from coaching students <laughs> and get away from content creation um, mm-hmm. to to kind of pursue the other passions that I have in my life. But yeah. um, I would say I have live a very balanced life.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds like really good that you love your job. Yeah. So what advice do you have for young people considering coaching?
1: I would say, don't be afraid to fail. It's Mm -hmm. one of my favorite things. Um, I failed a lot in my coaching career and just in my life, you know, in general. And something that I always like to live by, especially in my job is the faster I fail, the faster I succeed. Failure is inevitable. So if you can really understand that and accept it, then, you know, it's kind of a game Whereas saying, okay, well, if I fail at a bunch of things super fast, then inevitably, and and eventually I'm going to succeed. And that's really fun when that happens because it pays off.
0: Yeah. That's, that's really good advice. Yeah. Yeah, so this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made?
1: Well, I keep coming back to um, to selling books door-to-door. That was a, definitely a hard mm-hmm. investment that I made with my time and my energy, right? Um, yeah. but, but I think overall, I would say specifically there, but also overall, just doing hard things. Uh, I think that's Always looking at my life, that the place where I grow the most is if I do something really, really hard. Like, for example, I'm training for an Ironman triathlon right now, which is a mm-hmm. pretty crazy endurance sport. I'm training about 25, 30 hours a week. And those hours are great investment, even though, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. not working, but it's teaching me so much mental strength. It's teaching me grit, which I use in my job and I use in my relationships. It's Mm -hmm. teaching me consistency and doing things that I don't want to do. So I would say the investment of doing really hard things is always the best investment I make.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good investment. So is there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life?
1: Yeah, I would say um, in college, I wasn't the, well, I started off not being the greatest student. So I actually didn't Mm -hmm. get the greatest grades right off the bat, but looking back, if I didn't get those bad grades, per se, um, I wouldn't have learned a lot of the things that kind of helped me come back from that. So um, I wouldn't have learned maybe the time management skills that I knew that I needed to to use in order to improve. Um, Same thing with my motivation and just kind of my focus in general. So I had successes as a student, but I also had failures, and I would say that's probably the biggest failure that I learned a lot from. I wouldn't be Mm -hmm. where I was
0: today. Yeah, that's very true. So is there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out?
1: Yes, absolutely. I'm going to give out a shout out to my track coach and cross country coach in high school. His name is Greg Mm -hmm. Bueller, And... Growing up in Kansas, he was totally uh, the person that I looked up to the most in, in my life. And it, it absolutely is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Um, he was my track coach, but more than that, uh, he he just really helped me in my life. And I could come to him with everything. And that's kind of the person that I try to be uh, to, to the students that I coach and even to the parents that I coach. Mm-hmm. So I would say, Coach Bueller, uh, if you're listening, then thank you so much for everything that you've done for me. Um, you've really, you know, impacted me. He, uh, he kind of inspired me to start my own business and all these things. So I still keep in touch Mm -hmm. with him. He's got three awesome kids, I think three or maybe even four boys, who knows, but um, yeah, he's, he's an awesome dude.
0: Yeah. He does sound like a great person. I hope he listens to the episode and gets to hear that.
1: I'll make him (laughs) (laughs) just like he made me run some crazy distances in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Such as? Uh, well, I ran, I think I ran, my longest run in high school was like 18 miles, which as a high school student, I was just like, you know, that's a lot.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is, that's a lot. Yeah. How much, how long did it take you?
1: You know, I don't remember. Mm. Um, I was probably passed out at the end anyway, so I probably forgot to hit stop on my watch and, (laughs) (laughs) um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure.
0: Hmm. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up?
1: No, I would no? not have. No, mm-hmm. um, I don't think so. I, I often actually think about that quite a bit because it's part of my coaching is like, what, what would I have done differently or um, anything? I, I would say if there's anything, Kyle, reaching out to more mentors and having more mentors in my life. Mm-hmm. because when I was a student, I didn't really want to listen to mom and dad about a whole lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, I would rather listen to my coaches and teachers and that type of thing. So mm-hmm. I would say that's probably the biggest thing is, you know, Coach Bueller was amazing, but maybe even more mentors, um, people
0: mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So what's the best advice you have for, y- le- for young people who want to be successful in life and their work?
1: I would say follow your passions. Like I said before, don't be afraid to fail. I think um, another thing that I'm really convicted on that's kind of gotten me to where I am is the idea of being present. Um, I think so often we always look to what's next. We either look to what's next or we look to what has already happened. And we're very, very rarely in the present moment and Mm -hmm. so many good things happen in the present moment. Um, So be more present enjoy the little victories in your life and celebrate them with, uh, the people that you love and, you know, be very, very consistent focus on the action and not the result. And I promise the results will end up coming. So, um, there's a lot of things probably piled in there, but I've got a lot of advice. It's kind of my job. So, yeah,
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, that's really good advice though. Awesome. Thanks. Will. now it's time for the joke of the day. How do you fix a cracked pumpkin?
1: How do I fix a cracked pumpkin? I don't know. How?
0: With a pumpkin patch.
1: (laughs) I love it. Pumpkin patch.
0: That's awesome. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Korea Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.